And stay tuned right now for those two characters of many characters, CBS Radio's Bob and Ray. And now, Bob Elliott and Ray Goulding present the CBS Radio Network. And as we start this program, a reminder, and start this week, that the Bob and Ray calendar, all those of you who have it, today is March 1st on your calendar. Ray, it goes bad as of today. <laughs> Calendar's been good up to this point. It was good up through yesterday, but today it's no good. And uh, we're going to do some things that we won't do for another four years today, this being uh, the 29th of February. Well, one of those things is locking up the old doors here, which we do on the 29th of February every four years. So you listen today. You won't hear it again on a day other than Friday for another four years. All you right. know about that. No, I think first of all... Well, we... don't forget my big leap year party I'm having tonight. Oh, I'm yeah. sure it'll be over. Going to have a lot of the girls, you know, those ladies that I danced the with. The dance group, yes. Of course, uh, we've disbanded, but we're still uh, keeping up socially. Well, I think it was for the best that you disbanded, but uh, it's good you can keep together and meet each other now and then. Uh, is Charles the Poet here? Yes, he's he going to be all right. Uh, I Hello, wonder if here. we can have his music, please. <clears throat> Now, round the corner and up your street comes your friendly poet-philosopher, Charles, to reach once again into his tattered, dusty manuscript, bring forth a poem or a story or a loving reminiscence of yesterday. Here, then, is Charles. Hello. Can you ever forget that night when the stars lit the skies and we promised eternal love? Oh, to me it is but yesterday when we strolled neath the sky. <laughs> to me it was but yesterday when we strolled neath the sky. And I, <laughs> and I promised you. <laughs> Please, Charles, continue. Can you ever forget that night when I promised you that I would reach into the sky and take from it a handful of stars and. <laughs> <laughs> Someone get the bird out of here, please. Charles, can you continue? No. I'm sorry. Well, then, it's time to say goodbye to your friendly poet-philosopher once again. Until next time, he comes down the street and around your corner. Charles says, so long now. <laughs> We have a fanfare for our new client that's uh, joining us today. Do we have a fanfare for? Uh, well, I for... have, you know, a fanfare 
Oh, and, dry uh, up. Play it, will you? Please, huh? Munch, munch, munch a bunch of Fritos, corn chips. Well, that's very nice. You know, uh, very good. Yes, sir. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much. So, you know, everybody likes to munch while they talk or listen at parties. You know, there's nothing that makes such good munching as Fritos corn chips. That's right. We have a big bowl of them here on the Bob and Ray table, too, for the audience today. Really good regular-style Fritos for munching. You know, they have a new king-size-style Fritos. You know that? That are specially made for dips. You know, you reach in and take a tablespoonful almost. What's this? Oh, I thought something was going on in the back there. You'll know by the speed with which your guests empty the bowl that you've made a big hit with Fritos. Yes, Fritos have a flavor no other kind of chip can match. Christmas that makes really satisfying munching. Mm. You know, Fritos are nutritious as they are delicious. Good for children, too, with meals or in between. So make Fritos a regular part of your shopping list. Let the whole family munch a bunch of Fritos corn chips. Munch, munch, munch a bunch of Fritos corn chips. It's not polite to smack your lips. But you can't help it with Fritos, corn chips. Munch, munch, munch a bunch of Fritos, corn chips. F-R-I. All right, sir, wait a minute, please. I took the audience microphone. And, are you uh, Bob or Bob substitute? No, I'm Bob uh, today. How do you do? That was Victor Bruce. pleasure to meet you. Uh, sir, I wonder if you'd like to play our little game of spelling. We, we uh, frequently like to give out prizes and see how good uh, people are at spelling. And our word today, in honor of uh, the fact that Fritos are with us, is, strangely enough, Fritos. Would you like to take a whack at spelling? Call my name? Yes. Johnny Dollar. <clears throat> All right, John, if you just spell it right into this microphone, please. Fritos, F-R-I-T-O-M. No, sir. Your first try was wrong. As you know, by the rules, you have three chances. Would you like to try again? F R. Capital F-R-I-T-O-M. <laughs> no, that's two down and uh, one to go. Is, Try it, to get... is it near the beginning you're, or near the end? No, it's near the end. You're, you're almost... Capital F-R-I-T-O... Yes. L. No, I'm sorry, but uh, as you know by the rules, you have three chances, uh, three times to spell it. Now, you've gone through the first group of three. You want to start again. No, I quit. You don't want to go to round no, two. Can I have some of those? You can have king some. Size? I'll spell it for you. F R I T O uh, d- uh, W. Not very good at it either. S. Right? S. Thank you, audience. Oh, wonderfully, wonderfully augmented audience. One of the best uh, augmented audiences we've had. Hey, Bob. Yeah. Would you help me with this door? Uh, the elevator over here has been stuck. I noticed that when we uh, came up today, yeah. It's been stuck uh, on the, this floor, which is the fifth, for those of you who are not familiar with the building, or for those of you who are familiar with the building, it's been stuck here on the fifth floor for, well, about six hours. So mm-hmm. will you help me open it? Yeah. Make your flesh crawl. Sure it does, Andy. It sure does. Well, I, I don't know who those people are in there. They may be in there for six hours. They'll be in there all night as far as I'm concerned. Some note, too. 
What note is that? But my one you're note. handing me there? No, the the note the, uh, the fella hit in. Oh, yeah. What's next on tonight's feature? I lost my uh, lineup sheet just before we took to the air. I was all, I was going to hold up the show, as a matter of well, fact. Well, I wanted to remind you again to be sure and come to my Valentine party. You did remind us. I checked that off on the list. Do you know where it is? And... I think we have the address in the office, don't we? All right. Are you going to run for Congress again this year like you did last? That's a question a great many people ask me. I think me. it was two years ago when I ran. It was two years ago, yeah. Well, I don't know whether to bother or not, really. I I think that I'm getting a little too old for the Washington Whirligig. Well, I, it's uh, quite an honor to be a... Yeah. Congressman, Congresswoman. Not all honors. A lot of work. A lot of work. Well, a lot, a lot of, of work in anything that turns out good as well, witness this program. Maybe presidents I'd run for. Well, we... But then again, I don't know as I'd ever elect a lady president. No, I, I have my doubts, at least in our lifetime. Yes. Well, you have no other plans, then. Uh... No, but I want you to come over to my leap year party. Did I remind you of it? I think you mentioned it before, yeah. You know, uh, Mary, I, I want to speak to you about that. You keep repeating yourself a lot, you know. Uh, I thought the phone was going to ring in. What did you say? Well, who, who came in? Nobody. Hey, Mr. Hayes again. Oh, yes, sir. I, I'll just want to stay in the back of the studio and watch your work. Okay, I recognize you, you this see, time, sir. The reason uh, I'm in here, somebody's been scratching their initials on the table, on the microphones, and I... on the back of the uh, chairs. I don't know how that could be unless it's uh, one of our guests signing in. It's about... Uh... Are all the guests' initials uh, B.E. and R.G.? Well, no. B.E. happens to be me, Bob Elliam. And uh, R.G. is... Uh, Ralph Graham, a good Ralph friend of Graham, mine, yes. Mr. Hayes. So I, I don't think it uh, could be us. We'll watch it, though. Yes, well, I'll, uh, I, I won't uh, try to be in your way. I'll you just... won't bother us a bit, sir. We always like to have uh, folks well, friendly to the cause. Stanley, you're going to throw a pall on the program. I mean, you're going to bug us a little bit. Well, we bit. can't feel as free, you see, with the president uh, standing there. Right, it makes you feel kind of spooky, you know, trying to do a show. Well, see, you. I see you jumping right now because probably... The phone ringing is bothering you. Is that right, sir? Nothing uh, irritates me more mm -hmm. than to hear on a radio program a phone uh, going unanswered. That's well, we've discovered terrible. after years of experience that it is great for building suspense. It drives me crazy. Please answer it. You don't know who will be on the other end? You don't know whether it'll be good news or bad? Please answer it. All right. Ray, will you answer? Hello. Hello, Ray. Kent Lyle Birdley here. Hello. I had forgotten all about... Ray, I haven't talked to you since last week. How's everything going for you boys? <laughs> Hold on just a second, uh, Kent. Hey, Bob. Yeah. Guess who it is. One guess. Ole Olehi? No. Kent Lyle Birdley. Who? Kent Lyle Birdley, the old-time announcer. Oh, remember yeah. Remember the fellow we had him on the show here a couple of weeks ago? You gave him 20 bucks, I remember. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and uh, he was... Uh, <laughs> He was up here, and remember we gave him the twenty dollars and all. Yeah, where's he calling from now? He's in San Francisco. I don't know. I didn't week. give him a chance to uh, to tell us anyway. Uh -huh. Well, what else we got? Another another spot, I believe, aren't we? I think we do. Yes, I think we have a very important one concerning one of today's problems, and who's better able to handle that than you, Ralph Graham? All right. Thank you very much, Bob. You know, even if you've had embarrassing dandruff for years. Uh, you can get rid of it now in three minutes. I wish Mr. Hayes would leave, really. It bugs me. Just oh, don't pay any attention. It's all right. 
Uh, that's all it takes with pitch dandruff remover shampoo. No, he's a professional, sir. Yes, uh, unsightly dandruff's gone in three minutes oh, with pitch. years and years he's been at it. Quick, yeah, really, 1939 I started. I'll take care of him. Just go okay. ahead. <clears throat> Quickest, easiest of all leading shampoos. $17 a week what? in those days. 15 15, uh, 15 cents taken out. Uh, take home pay, $14.85, sir. Put Let's that in your pipe to the smoke. to the commercial, will you? I'll, I'll handle them on And what's more, using pitch regularly is guaranteed to keep embarrassing dandruff away. Just apply in the unique pitch manner. Before you wet hair, rub in one minute, and this way, Fitch Shampoo penetrates right down to the scalp. He knows we have Next, one minute. Next, add water, lather one minute to wash every trace of dandruff out of your hair. Then rinse one minute, and all that loosened dandruff goes down the drain. Mr. Hayes, we will in be three off minutes the air with on Fitch, time. One rubbing, one lathering, one rinsing, dandruff's gone. At the same time, gentle Fitch can leave your hair up to 35% brighter. So to get rid of dandruff problems forever, brighten hair too. Use Fitch regularly. Get Fitch Dandruff Remover Shampoo today. Only 59 cents. Time now, as promised, for the locking the door ceremony. Once in every four years, the 29th of February, we do present this feature. So down to the front hall, please, for the familiar sound. See you all tomorrow. Until then, Ray Goulding reminding you to write if you get work. Bob Elliott reminding you to hang by your thumbs. Bob and Ray are heard frequently on the CBS Radio Network. KCBS AM FM San Francisco.